Hello, and welcome to the Blaze Experience. This is episode three. This is going to be our Sea of Thieves pre-launch special. This is going to be a big episode for us. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We'll touch on, very briefly, a couple things we missed on in the last episode. We will touch on our final beta observations. We're going to talk about the Banana Quest. We're going to talk about the launch trailer and a few other things that have been released for the game coming into launch. Launch is going to be on Tuesday, March 20th, and you will hear this episode before that. So we hope you enjoy, but without further ado, I will introduce my amazing co-host, Drew, also known as Mr. News. How are you, Drew? Yeah, not too bad, Derek. Just uh, getting pumped for the launch. I've uh, done my preload this morning, actually, of the Sea of Thieves on Xbox. So should be an interesting day for me on the 19th, because being that I've pre-ordered, I can actually get in a day early. Which is lucky for you. Unfortunately for me, I'm on a physical copy, so I'm going to have to wait a little bit, but I guess I'll just use the extra time to sleep to get ready for the game, so. Yeah, well, we'll I'll be doing a, a live stream on launch and be just going non-stop, so, you know, you might want to get some sleep, because by the time you get in the game, I'll probably already be, you know, max level with all the factions, so you're going to have to do some catching up. Yeah, I guess I'll have to do that. I mean, I'll get a little bit of sleep, and then when Postman delivers my mail, then... I will get into the game, so at least I'll be rested up and I can go for like a 12-hour stretch. Yeah, well, it's uh, been interesting. The last actual final beta we just had showed some new stuff. We um, got the skeleton forts. I've released a few videos on the beta. Just check those out, see what's been going on. But, I mean, the stuff we're going to jump in today, which obviously we'll get into later, like the, the launch trail, the stuff that was revealed in that, I'm just really hyped for this game. I'm, I'm just ready to go. Definitely, same here. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about, and let's just start getting into it, I guess. We're going to touch on a few things we missed on last time. We won't talk about them a lot, because a lot of players already know these things, but just in case you're new, we will mention that they are in the game. So a couple items we didn't really mention too much. There's the spyglass, wooden planks, bananas, cannonballs. The one we didn't touch on a time was the spyglass. Obviously, it's pretty explanatory what it is. You just use it to look out to the ocean more to see ships. Drew, are you happy that they included this? Well, it was sort of needed. You can't have a pirate game without pulling out your spyglass and looking for ships on the horizon. Exactly. So it's sort of like a non, non-argument thing there. It had to be in the game. So, you know, I'm glad it's in there. You know, going back to what you said last week about the, the Eye of Reach, which is essentially a spyglass of a crack in it, so... You know, if they put the eye, if they put the eye breach in it, they need to put the spyglass in it. That's exactly. I mean, every pirate's dream is to be up in the crow's nest using a spyglass to be like, "Oh, land ho!" And that's every pirate's dream. So you got to have the spyglass in there. So it's definitely good that that's in there. But a couple other things we didn't touch on. We didn't touch on the music too much. Do you enjoy the shanties that you can play? With? Well, I am enjoying them at the moment. I mean, the the thing I love about the way they've done on that music is if you get drunk and try to play it, it is a really bad rendition of that song. So, <laughs> it is. I, I was like those sort of little um, little things they put in the game. That's what's really making it for me in terms of the immersion and the atmosphere right now. But the the other thing I've did find out just from I think it was like live stream or what they've revealed is we're going to be able to actually find like other shanties out there in the world. So what we know at the beginning of the game, as we progress, we'll learn more songs and, you know, have more drunken, bad renditions of things to listen to. Which is awesome. Yeah, they said they're going to be able to find them kind of like a message in a bottle. It's going to be like basically lore that you find in the world. and It's going to have lyrics to them. So that is definitely cool. And I can't wait to see that when it comes about. Yes, it's um, 
you know, it's just stuff that oh, I'm just waiting to see what they do with the game. When I did the beta, there was stuff that we like we looked at and we figured, is this it? But they've held back a hell of a lot of things for launch. So, you know, I'm going to have to explore the game all over again. Yeah, I mean, just some of the stuff we're going to talk about in this episode, there's a lot of new stuff that just came out this week. But the last thing we didn't really mention at all in the last episode, do you want to explain to players what happens when you go to the edge of the map? Well, it depends on if you're chasing somebody to the edge of the map or you're being chased to the end of the map. Basically, if you're being chased into the map, you can lure people out there to die. Um, you pretty much get a red sea, right. and your ship starts taking damage, and then you sink. It's you know, it's a tactic I've actually used to take down enemies. Is they think they've got us, and then I'll, especially in a galleon, and they don't know how to turn their ship properly. So then you'll just do an anchor turn and go back out from the red sea, and then they'll find themselves in the red sea, start taking and damage, sink. and sink. And you know, that's that's an awesome way to do it. <laughs> Which is very cool how they handle this, too, because I know we've all seen a lot of games where the edge of the map is just handled by, oh, it's just a blank screen that you can't pass. You know, it's just a blank barrier. But at least here, like, you actually can go into that barrier, and then it just kills you if you stay there too long. So it is nice that they didn't just put, okay, here's a barrier, you can't go there. You know what I mean? What if that's a placeholder? What if you actually go to the edge in like on launch, and that's where the Kraken takes you at? That might be an interesting mechanic for it as well. That would be cool. or maybe. Like, in one of the future updates, maybe there's a spot at the edge of the map where you can get to a new map or, like, sail to a new part that's, you know, unlocked. That'd be interesting. Yes, yeah. That's all we had for the things we missed last time, so let's get into the meat of this episode, which is the final beta. The final beta just happened recently, and we're going to talk about some of our observations from that. One of the big ones is the Merchant's Alliance. What did you think of including that? I didn't mind it. I sort of find... Could be better ways to make those missions go. Uh, I only did really one in the beta. I, I believe that the snakes weren't in the game. I Correct. didn't the see any pigs. Yeah, I didn't see any pigs. Uh, I just had a lot of chicken stuff. And me and a buddy went and got a mission. You basically have to go to an outpost by a set time. And they did add the pocket watch for this as well. So you can pick up your pocket watch and see when you need to be at this port boat. But... Other than that, it was just grab a cage, go catch a chicken on the island, and then go and turn in at the the port. It just seemed to lack something for me. But looking at what's changed from the betas to the final beta and what's been revealed in the launch, maybe there's something that I'm not seeing yet. Um, but to me, it just felt that Merchants was a bit lacking at, at this stage. I think maybe it was partially because you didn't try it a lot. Cause I did try it out a lot at the final beta since... This is the first time we were seeing it, so I really wanted to get a feel for it. And as you try it out more, it's actually harder to do the quest because the more you pick up chickens, the less they're going to be in the world. So I go around and I go to an island. I didn't have, say, I was looking for a white chicken. There'd be no white chickens in there, so I'd go to the next island. Is there a white chicken here? No, so I'd go to the next island. So it does get harder when you start expending the resources that are the animals. And also when you get to the snakes, which weren't in the beta, that's going to get harder as well because you have to do different things for these animals to catch them and maintain them, which the snakes have been said that you have to play music to them to tame them, and the pigs, you have to give them banana to. Yeah, I've also heard um, from actually watching the live stream that maybe one thing we can do is actually get the snakes, and when we capture them, we position them around our chests on the ship, so if anyone tries to board us while we're out, the snakes can sort of be like turrets for us. Um, yeah, I've heard of that too. Poison. That, that sounds like an awesome way of doing things. 
or an idea I thought of too is the ladders for your ship. Just put some snakes by the ladders, and they can't even board really unless they play some music before they board. Yeah, it's like um, which, and then they. Yeah, it's actually a really good uh, way of doing things because where's your stealth aspect gone? Like, right, you exactly. can't sneak on if you're playing a hurdy gurdy <laughs> climbing up a ladder. Like it, exactly. it doesn't work. Yeah, it's gonna make it really hard. Plus, I don't think you can even play music on a ladder. So, like, I don't even know how you get on the ship besides just jumping off the front of your ship onto our ship. You know I mean so? I think it'd be a really good way to prevent warning is by just placing the snakes by the ladders. Yeah, we'll try those straight. I mean, obviously, uh, this is obviously going out the day before launch, and I'm probably going to be in the game when this episode goes out. So I'll go and try it right now. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Let's give it a shot. But a couple other things I noticed about the Merchants Alliance. I don't know if you noticed this since you didn't try it a lot, you said, but I did notice that at night there seemed to be less chickens available. And I wonder if that was intentional or if it was just something that I experienced personally. Maybe it's just me personally. I didn't see any lot, but I noticed at night I didn't find a lot of chickens. I found a little bit more pigs and obviously the snakes weren't there. But during the daytime, that's when I found more chickens. No, well, if you watched my Merchants Alliance video I'd done on the YouTube channel, when we caught our chickens, it was at night. So we had no problem. We did our mission at night. So... It might just be the island, or when you went to go look for your chickens, it might have been someone had just been there recently. Yeah, it might have just been my experience. I mean, it wasn't just, it wasn't one island for me, it was multiple islands, so maybe it was just my experience that I just got unlucky that at night I didn't find a lot of them. It could just be my experience, but I just wanted to mention that maybe at night there's a little bit less chance, potentially. Yes, yeah. It's it's all stuff we'll we'll find out. And obviously, Rare are going to be tweaking the game after launch as well. We're going to obviously get feedback and, you know, it might be easier or it might be harder to find these things depending on what player feedback is. So we'll wait and see. Which, speaking of harder to find things, there are different colors for the chickens too, which I'm assuming the golden chicken is the hardest to find because I didn't see a lot of those. So I assume when you progress higher in the Merchant's Alliance, you have to get more golden chickens and it's harder to find them. So that is one more challenge that you might have for that. I wasn't even aware there was a golden chicken. Is that like a, ch- yeah. a chocobo out of Final Fantasy? Like one of those things running around? Or is it like just a, a solid gold chicken or something? It's not solid gold. I mean, it's more of like a yellow gold that looks more realistic a little bit. It's not like, you know, it's just a 24 karat gold chicken running around. <laughs> kind of crazy. But. Yeah, you catch that and you wouldn't even give that to the merchants like You'd go take that to the gold hoarders and like, look exactly. at this gold chicken I have. Yeah. <laughs> Which one thing, I don't know if you noticed, but... My crew and I tried it. I'm not sure if it was just a glitch in the system and it was going to be changed in the real game. But when you capture a chicken that's not part of your quest, say you're looking for two white chickens, right? And you actually find a golden chicken. We actually captured a golden chicken just to see what would happen when we bring it back. And when we bring it back, it allows us to turn it into the Merchant's Alliance, but we don't get any treasure for it or anything like that. So I wanted to note that. I don't know if it's going to be like that in the full game. Maybe they're going to change that. Yeah, there, there, was, there was something mentioned where you can find extra cages like chicken coops and all these pig cages and everything in the world. So you might just be on just a mission to go and sink other ships or, or whatever you want to do out in the world. You can find this cage and then while you're on the island, you're like, well, I've got a cage. So you go and pick up an animal on that island while you're there and you can just go turn it in. It's like the extra treasure chest you just find lying around in islands. It's the same sort of mechanic. So it's not um, part of your core mission, but it's ways to get additional rep and uh, gold from the Merchants Alliance by finding these in the world and turning them in. Right, which is why I think it was just an issue they hadn't sorted out yet, because 
technically speaking, that was a free chicken we found. We could have found that from a different ship, which we didn't, but say we sunk someone and stole their chicken, we should be able to bring that back. So I'm assuming it was just an issue that was in the beta that they're hammering out, but it could be an issue where if you're on a quest already, you can't do that. That might be the issue. You know what? That's sort of funny that you mentioned that because I did not even think about raiding people for chickens. That's <laughs> that's actually yeah. a pretty good mechanic now. It's like um, they have no gold, but they've got chickens, so let's take their chickens. Right. I mean, it might be worth it because I've noticed so far that with the Merchants Alliance quests, you actually earn more gold for the chickens because you have to sail more distance to get them. So you earn more gold per chicken than you would per chest. So it might be a good strategy to raid for chickens. Yes. But, you know, these are things that we'll, we'll find out. I mean, a better way to earn even more gold is to go do a skeleton force, but we'll get into that a bit later on. Definitely. But then, like we said, the pigs, you can lure them with bananas. And one of the things I noticed as well, we found a, mis- a message in a bottle, and the message in a bottle told us to find a cannonball crate. Did you have this experience in the beta? No, I've not done the message in the bottle yet. So that's something I do need to um, look into, with obviously, with launch. How's it work? Yeah, it was actually fun for us because we found a message in a bottle and it opened up a map for us, like a contract basically. And the contract said we had to bring a cannonball crate to one of the outposts. So that was definitely something interesting for us to find out and see. Because what we did is we just took, it's like a box essentially. So it's a box that can hold a bunch of cannonballs. It needed 50 cannonballs. Wow. So what you do is you take the cannonballs out of your hull storage and you put them into the box and then you can deliver it. But obviously the caveat to that is if you're doing that, you're not going to have that many cannonballs in your ship. So it's kind of a scenario where you might not want to do it right away or you might want to. This is back to my, you know, supply of 101. Make sure before you leave any port, you completely stock the ship. So if you say you're in a galleon and you only do 50 cannonballs, at least you still got 250 cannonballs on your galleon if you get attacked. Bit harder though on a sloop. You won't right. be able to do that 50 because uh, you're essentially then defenseless um if you're in a sloop so you know it'll be interesting mechanics to see but here's the other side of that too say you are on a um on a galleon right could you just leave that box there right you're not doing the mission right just leave that cannonball box there can you use that for extra storage or you can can't take cannonballs out once they're in no you can take them out once they're in as far as we saw so you can use that as extra storage if you wanted to so that's why i'm saying that maybe you could just wait and do the quest later just keep it for now and then turn it in when you have more cannonballs because another strategy for that might be then um if you can somehow find two of those crates take them and put them next to your cannons on the ship that'd be good for rapid succession of a barrage on your enemies that's very yeah. true Th- these are the things that we're going to try out um and and believe me stay tuned to the youtube channel and our twitch live streams because we're going to try all this stuff out i assume when you do get to cannonballs though the contracts will be less days because for the chickens, when you start out, it's like five to seven days you have to bring two chickens to an island. So it's an enormous amount of time that you pretty much can't fail unless you aren't trying to do it. But the cannonballs, I assume when you get that high up with Mercy's Alliance, it might be, who knows, say like a two-day contract where you have to bring it there faster. So it might prevent some of those tactics. Yeah, but the other the other side of it too is if you found that in a message in a bottle, does it have a ton of message on a bottle? Because that one that one does not. So that that's yeah. the nice thing about that one. But yeah. it's if you start a mission, then you'd have to do that one, obviously. Yeah, well, it's obviously the good thing about that is the way they've left it immersed. Like you're not going to go get a mission and a message in a bottle and say, "Oh, there's a timer. 
how this guy knows I was going to be here and to get right. it done on this date. Like, it's done, that breaks immersion. So, it's good they've done it that way. Yeah, definitely. But uh, that's pretty much all we have for the Merchants Alliance, unless you had something else to mention about them. Well, i only done one mission, so I'm not really that's an right. expert per se. So, we'll, we'll move on from the Merchants Alliance, I think. <laughs> all right. So, some of the other things in the final beta, there were some new purchases from the shops in the game. You had some new skins lately in all the betas and scale tests before this one. All you could do was buy Bildrad or Admiral skins, but they were released two new skins, the Sovereign skin and the Scurvy dog. Did you like both of these? I like the Sovereign. I like the Sovereign hat. I just, you know... But also because I've pre-ordered the game and I've got the control pad as well, so my I'll get extra stuff, which will be the black dog and the ferryman's outfit. So yes, I'll be getting those I'll, as well. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how we mix and match these things. Like you don't want to be like you don't want to be all black dog because you're going to see a hundred other pirates dressed exactly the same as you. So that's true. Yeah, I, I want to see bits and pieces of all these um, different outfits. But what I do want to see in the future is them introduce some sort of die system so you can actually have your, you know, everyone's not the same color gear. You've got different looking pirates out there, but still within pirate colors. Like, you don't want, like, fluoro orange and pink, like, rave colors, you know, running around in the seven seas. You want, you know, something that's still from that period, but it makes you look unique. Right. Well, I mean, you could see something like that. They did say they're going to have a Banjo-Kazooie figurehead, so they could have something... Along those lines, I guess. I didn't even hear about that, but I'm getting yeah. the hell out of that thing on my ship. Love that game. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely get that on my ship. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get it yet or anything, but I have heard it's going to be available at some point. So whether that's at launch or later on, who knows? But I have heard that it will be available. Uh, it'd be cool if you can get a backpack with a chicken in it as well. That would be pretty awesome too. Just, you know, to, to keep the theme going. Yeah. As like a pet? <laughs> yes, yeah, as, as a pet, yeah. You can't fly for though. I can't make you fly. It's just, it's just saying there for a little <laughs> nod to previous games. What they do need though is they need that. Oh, I forget the skeleton's name. Out of Killer Instinct, they need him as a boss in the game. Like, oh, what's the guy? It's, I forget the skeleton's name. But Rare made Killer Instinct, so you'd think one of their skeleton pirate bosses is that Killer Instinct character. Somebody write in comments or, or send us whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his name offhand either, but I'd imagine they do like a one-off. Of him at some point. Well, just to, um, for a bit of a, a shout out, sort of thing at what Rare do referring to the other games, there's a achievement. Because I saw this morning on the, the game pages, they've done these achievements. And there's an achievement called Perfect Dark for Sea of Thieves. So they're, they're throwing nods out to their previous IPs, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. And then they have Banjo Kazooie. And I heard there's another figurehead they're going to release as well. That was another shout out to a previous game, but. I can't remember at the time what it is, but is, is it a golden eye shout out? Like he's got James Bond there holding a gun. Like that actually pretty cool. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't that I heard about. It. I honestly can't remember what it was, but there's another figurehead they're releasing as well that you'll have the option to get. But in line with the new purchases from shops, you also have ship customization that's going to be available in the final beta. You could buy the items, but you couldn't actually equip them to the ship. That was a bug that they said was in the final beta, but they ironed it out for the real game. But you have these Sovereign skins and the Scurvy Dog skins for that as well. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of the beta anyway. It was to basically identify these bugs now, rather than the game comes out day one exactly. and it's like, oh, I can't buy anything. So, yeah, not a free trial, everybody. Just the beta to test the bugs. Right. 
But the cool things that I saw with the ship customization, you could get your own hull, you could get some sails, figureheads, obviously, which we mentioned a little bit. So there's different things you can do to customize your ship. And they have. I thought we could name them. Um, you can name your ship with a nameplate. I don't know how that's going to work yet, but I don't think you can name anything else about it. Just the nameplate, and that's it, I believe. Yeah, because I'll, I'll have my ship. Right. I, I'm going in with the incompetent fool. Sums me up perfectly. So. What I have heard we'll move on. is how customization is going to work is say I bought a figurehead I really like, and you're on my crew with me on a galley, and you bought a hull you really liked. We can combine those both onto the same ship while we play together. And then when we get off the session, you still keep your hull, I still keep my figurehead. So that's basically how the customization is going to work for groups right now. When you get to legendary status and you get your own ship, it'll be a little different, but that's how it's going to work in groups right now, they said. Okay, cool. So basically you take, it's kind of like your voyages where you take your voyages to the table. You basically take your ship customizations to the table too. So I can take my really cool figurehead. You can take your really cool sails. We can combine them. And then when we stop playing together, you you keep your sails, I keep my figure. So I think it's going to work out nice that way. No, that looks so awesome. I don't exactly know how they're going to apply the customization. I think there's like a little ship model that's been shown in video footage that is teased. So maybe you access it by that video model, kind of like you would an ammo chest or a clothing chest. Maybe that's how it's going to work, but I'm sure they'll have a way to do it. You just got to be careful. Like, I'm just wondering how you do that. If you're on a ship, a combined ship, right? Who does the customization? Is it something like everyone puts down a customization on the table and goes, this is the bulkhead, vote for the one you want. And then, like, you know what I mean? It's Right. That, I, that I would be interested to see how it works. I'm not sure yeah. how that's That's why I'd be Because I don't know if you could have a griefer that has, like, a really one that no one really wants and just puts that sail up. People change it. They just keep putting that sail up. I mean, so I don't know if it's going to be like that where you have issues or if you all vote on it and then it's whatever people voted on or how that works really. Yes, I just know that you are going to be able to share them amongst the group. We just don't know exactly how that's going to work yet, but we will find out. So one other thing to talk about, the progression elements. We have commendations and reputation. This wasn't really highlighted in the final beta too much unless you looked for it a little bit. When you go to your menu screen, you can kind of see an outline of the Order of the Souls, Merchants Alliance, and Gold Borders, and it shows you all the commendations you can get. Did you check these out at all? I had a look at the... I mean, obviously, the Order of Souls, there was nothing there because they weren't really in the game, uh, in the beta. But, yeah, it's basically like a radial menu, and it sort of fills up and says, you've got you've got five reputation with the Gold Hoarders, you've got, like, ten with the Merchants Alliance. I think this is all the stuff you need to track because you need to get these maxed up to get your status as Legendary Pirate. Right. So it's probably a good idea that you can look into something, uh, be it has, it's in a menu to find this out, rather than, you know, a heads-up display or something that's going to ruin your version. So it'll be interesting to see how this works moving forward. And for each faction, I noticed, too, they have about eight to ten different types of accommodations. I noticed all of them had one that said sailing with uh, Merchants Alliance for X amount of miles or sailing with Order of Souls for X amount of miles. So when you're on their quest, you're earning miles towards that accommodation. But they all have specific ones to them. Just to highlight a couple of them, I noticed. Uh, for the Merchants Alliance, you can collect 10 golden chickens. For the Order of Souls, defeating 10 pirate captains. Or for the gold hoarders, turning in 10 captain's chests. And basically, when you do one of those, say you turn in 10 captain's chests, what happens is it goes to accommodation grade 2, and then you have to earn more. So you'd have to turn in 25 accommodation chests, you know, or captain's chests, sorry. 
to get to the next grade. It's an in-game reputation system right. and achievement system. Like you look back to like as far back as your your games like you know World of Warcraft and EverQuest and all this sort of stuff, where it was go kill twenty five, you know whatever it is, and then okay now go kill fifty, now kill a hundred, and then that's how you get these. So that's what the combination is basically those achievement brackets. Right, exactly. I'm just not sure officially if when you get these new combinations, if that's going to increase your reputation as like a one-time reputation, or if it's going to be okay, I'm at grade 3 of this, for every quest I do at grade 3 of that increases my reputation a little more, or how that's going to work, but I'd assume it's maybe like a one-time increase they're going to do. Yeah, well, I'm assuming the way that they do it, because if you think about the way that these factions work at the moment, you need to be certain reputation to unlock the better quests. So by doing this stuff, that's obviously going to give you more reputation points, which would help you level up. So your missions you get as a level 1 gold hoarder, is going to be completely different from what you get at level 5 than level 10. You're going to get the better quests as you move up the rank. So I believe that this commendation system is to help you and, and enhance your journey towards those higher um, rankings, which, you know, would make sense. That's true. That's probably what it's more like. I didn't know if the reputation was attached to it directly, but you're probably right that it is more in line with actually advancing with that faction. So that'll be cool to see. Maybe you have to have, okay, you have to have, grade four of this combination in order to unlock maybe that's how it works. yeah i mean you look at the the gear like you've, you've also got gear that's not available from those factions as well so oh, i think that's where people think they're going to be legendary in a couple of days i don't think that's going to be achievable the way that they, they've layered this is that's going to be a long path to legendary by the looks of it but still achievable for a casual player yeah it seems like it rare is estimated that it's going to take two weeks for the last first legendary pirate I don't know if that'll be true, but I mean, if they're saying two weeks right off the bat, then I don't think in a couple of days you're going to be able to do it. Well, let's let's just remember that gamers are a, a, a very different breed from any other person out there. So when a company says, we'll be out two weeks before we get the first legendary, I, I'm going to call it four days. Four days going to get it. Someone's going to just push it. They're going to get their mountain dew. They're going to just, you know, hunker in and just, they're going to go for <laughs> right. it. Someone's going to, I'm going to be the world first. Four days. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing yeah, four days. If I guess two it. weeks, it's four days. Five days tops. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely not expecting two weeks, but I mean, I think four days is a little fast too, maybe. I would estimate maybe a week to have the first Legendary Pirate, but that's, I guess, is a week. We'll I'm just going off history from gaming in general. Like, right. yeah, it's going to be two weeks, and then someone's like, challenge accepted. Yeah, that, that's how it works. That's how it works. There's definitely a lot of people that are going to keep competing for that first, because they have said that they will immortalize the first one, so... I think a lot of people want to be the first one. Yes, there are, definitely. But also, we touched on it a little bit. When you buy these new items, like you can't get some of them. Say, um, I think there's stuff called the Royal Admiral skin. You can't actually get this until you're a certain level with like the Merchant's Alliance. And there's basically, I think the Sovereign applies to the Gold Hoarders. And I think the Scurvy Dog mostly applies to the Order Souls. So if you level up with those factions, then you have new versions of those skins that are available. Yeah, like obviously you're going to have a an entry-level look. Like you, for someone that's, you know, just come in the game, they won't look like the most legendary pirate out there. But the good thing about this as well, and what they've mentioned is, you can actually be a bit deceitful to other players out there. You can go and get all these costumes and pretend that you're a brand new player by wearing like build rate sort of stuff. And in, in reality, you've been playing the game for like a year. You know what I mean? So it's... Right. It's interesting People ways that they're going to use this uniform, these uniforms and costumes. Player, yeah. yeah. No, but I do like how they did that, though, because 
then there's new skins that are more valuable that you can't get unless you actually put in the effort. And you can use that to get those skins. Because the skins that are available right now, you can only you can get them right away with gold. But some of them you can't get unless you're level 20, level 40, or whatever it is. Oh, I just hope that doesn't get to a point where it's like, um, oh, we, we only want experienced players for this crew only. And then they go, well, you need to prove it. So go put this costume on and show us that you've attained that level. Like, let's just hope that doesn't happen either. Yeah, hopefully not. But the last big thing to touch on from the final beta, which I know you have made a video about that you just released, is Skeleton Forts. Do you want to start talking about that? Well, the Skeleton Forts, I, from what I, what I played myself, um, and you can see in the video, that the video was actually my first time doing a Skeleton Fort. So I was really happy that the, um, the Black Spot Shanties took me along with them to go and, and do this mission. The way it was done in beta... I believe there's a few things missing because what's come out of the video is new skeleton types, but we had the generic skeletons in the fort. Basically, what would happen is you'll see a, a skull cloud above an island, which tells you that there's treasure to be had. So you'll head to that island, you'll find a good place to land. As you see in my video, you'll go and clear the towers for a, for a good, uh, you know, glide into the, the port or harbor or whatever it is, the cove. Then you'll storm the beach and, you know, kill wave after wave of skeletons. Then a captain will come out. You'll kill him. You'll go into his vault. You'll get a legendary chest, which to me was worth 2,900 gold when he turns that in. And you've got all these little trinkets and other chests and explosive barrels in there as well. So skeleton forts are a very lucrative way to make money and enhance your standing. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely enjoy the skeleton forts a lot. We only did one with my crew. Did you just do one with yours as well? Yeah, I mean, for me, final beta was more or less getting enough information for us to speak about in the, this right. and um, to get some basic footage for teasers of what we're doing in our videos in the future. That being said, those those videos are a very basic version of what me and you will be doing on the launch when we go into more detailed, proper uh, tutorials. So look, keep exactly. an eye out for that. I mean, just the, the time it took to do that first skeleton fort, I think we were there for nearly... I mean, the video only is a seven-minute video, but we were there for nearly an hour just because we had another ship saw the, the skull, so they decided to come and try and take us out as well, which, you know, good work to them because I think a good strategy is if you see a ship that's in the cove while that whole crew is taking out skeletons and you want to sneak up and try and sink them and be sneaky like that, um, you know, good, solid tactic. They were unsuccessful, obviously, um, because they turned tail and ran, but it made that encounter so much more tense and interesting. And then the reward was worth it at the end then, because you'd, you'd fought off not only pirates, you fought off skeletons, and you just made this epic battle happen. Definitely. I, I really enjoyed it too, and I would definitely love doing a lot more of them in the actual game. But I will say, in some ways, I was a little bit underwhelmed, just because I think the hype was maybe too high, the ceiling was too high. Because we did face a ship as well. We faced a sloop. We sunk the sloop. And then we went in and took care of the port and got the treasure. But I was expecting maybe a lot more ships to be coming at once or something like that. So you have to fight them off, fight the skeletons off. We only had to fight the one sloop. We sunk them and then we just dealt with the skeleton port by ourselves. So I was a little bit underwhelmed because I thought there's going to be a lot more pirates there. But it could just be because it was the beta and we didn't have a lot of people around that area. Yeah, well, that was probably what I put it down to as well. You've got to remember, too, the way that they've got the ships in the game, I think they settled on you get to have 24 players on the server and then six ships max. So to be fighting off a whole bunch of people, 
you'd have to say all six crews want to go for that same skeleton fort at that right. same time. Right. Um, but I think the way they've got around that, if you've looked at the recent videos they've um, released, in that skeleton fort, you're probably going to find the, the shadow pirates as well, which you're going to have to pull up your lantern to probably get them to have some sort of stun before you can attack them. There's these gold pirates now, which we have to throw water on. So if I think you've got these skeleton forts and you're fighting off your generic skeletons, and then you throw these guys into the mix, that's going to take your challenge level to the next next point. That's true, yeah. That could definitely make things a lot harder. Which one little nitpick I had as well with that, they did say that the treasure was going to be enough that one crew couldn't carry it. I didn't find that with my crew. I mean, it did take us two trips or something to get the treasure back to our ship, but I was expecting when they say more than one crew can't carry it that it'd be so much that you really couldn't handle it. What were you expecting with that? Well, I think, too, once again, it might be the beta, or it might be the fact that it because could, you have yeah. to do two trips, I think the reason they say you've got to do two trips is the full game is released, and you've got these other pirate types, and you might have two crews go for it. Those two crews might help each other to that fight, and then when they get into the vault, there's enough loot for two crews to take. But everybody's going to want to take that legendary chest, so that might then start PvP. You grab the legendary chest, get the hell out of there, and you know leave whatever the scraps are for the other the other team. So there's maybe a few different ways to look at what will happen in those sports uh, on launch. Right, definitely. Which don't get me wrong, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. I just think some of the hype got me a little oversold for it, where I was having expectations that weren't realistic, maybe because I was expecting to walk in there and there's like a bunch of chests sitting around or who knows what. But when they said it's enough where one crew can't carry it. I wasn't thinking they're meaning, oh, well, you just have to take a couple of trips. I was thinking they mean that, like, your ship's going to be too full of treasure and you can't actually get it, so you have to go to an outpost and then come back. That might be more towards the, the higher Lord of Lost Souls sort of missions. Right. That, that because be you, you got to remember, too, the, the last thing that you really want to do in a game is go, if they completely flooded that whole vault room full of gold, everybody's just going to constantly do that. They're not going to do anything else. They're just going to be like, you know what? screw this, I'm not going to spend hours doing all these other missions. I'm going to go to this same skeleton vault and I'm just going to keep grinding it and getting as much gold as possible and that's how I get my cash. So from a gameplay point of view, they obviously can't completely stock it um, as otherwise you've got an unfair advantage. For that's the very crew. true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the way they have it is definitely good, honestly. It's just one of those situations in games where the hype oversells you for me a little bit. I don't know if that happened with you in the least bit, but for me it just oversold me a tiny bit. That took away some of it, but now that I know what it is, I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. I'll, I'll let you know on a secret. What you do, you keep your expectations low, and then that way you're pleasantly surprised. Like, <laughs> look true. at my first video. Like, I, I just went to do a thing out on an island, and then there was a chicken there. I wasn't expecting it there. And, you know, no right. expectations. Chicken, I'm excited. I noticed that. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the video, you're like, oh, wow, there's a chicken here. Yeah, it's like, oh, jeez, there's a chicken. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Um, rather than, like, you get told... Um, oh, there's got everything in there, and I've gone on and go, oh, right. there's no snakes here. Oh, well, I guess I'll just keep doing my mission. You know? Different expectations, different responses. But about like taking out the skeleton forts, just one point of strategy that I'd offer to maybe some lesser experienced players and how we did it, we kind of divided up the roles a little bit. For example, my role, I was kind of the sniper. i go up to the towers and try to lay down cover fire. I've seen in your video, for example, you had somebody on the cannons trying to lure skeletons back there and shoot them with cannons. So you might want to have like, have like a ground crew, maybe like a sniper, maybe someone at the cannons, just so you vary it up a little bit. That way you can 
viewer threat. Yeah, like you mentioned in my video, when we first started, I jumped off the ship and swam up to one of the outside towers. So while the ship was circling the island, I was clearing skeletons out of towers, then getting on the cannons and then firing at the beaches just to clear a path for my crew. And then once they're on board killing skeletons, I've jumped out of the towers, I've headed in, and then I start doing what I need to do to contribute my, my share to the team. So there's not one way to do these assaults. I mean, there's going to be a hundred different scenarios which you could use, but it's going to be up to what your play style Definitely. is and what your team dynamic is to how you're going to make this work. Which I'm kind of surprised from what you said in one of our previous episodes that you weren't the sniper because you said you like to snipe in games. Yeah, well, I did I did do a bit of sniping in that video, but I figured yeah. it was going to be a boring video if I just sat there sniping. Right. So I had to mix things up and, and go in and do some things. Um, definitely out of my comfort zone, but it was fun to do. So who knows? Maybe my playstyle changes um, coming up. So That's true, yeah. I mean, I know in our first episode, I said I didn't like the Irish a whole lot, but I've actually learned to like it a little bit better since then. So I think... You can definitely change your play style for this game. Well, it's definitely good for a finishing shot on a pirate captain. Um, just, right. Yeah. Well, sure. that's a bit of a throwback for me as well. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. What else have we got to discuss, Derek? Well, how would 20K sound to you? Uh, I don't know. I could earn that in a day, but yeah, let's 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 humor. I'll humor you. What, 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 what do you want? What, what's this 20K? <laughs> well. You have an option to earn bananas that are golden bananas worth 20k apiece. How does that sound to you? What, in-game? No, we're talking about the Banana Quest. But the Banana Quest, I, I don't, I'm actually not on top of this yet. So this one you're going to have to explain not only to yeah, everybody, right. but explain to me. So <laughs> I can do that. So basically the Banana Quest, there's four golden bananas that are a physical item that you can win. And they're said to be worth 20k euros. For each banana, so they're four bananas. So basically one for a team of four. Essentially how it works is contests that you're going to have four team members with you. A crew of four people has to solve 15 series of puzzles. And they're going to be riddles that are released every three to four hours over the course of three days. And the riddle answers can be anywhere. I don't know if that means that it's anywhere in-game. Or if it's like you have to look on other places besides in-game too. Like maybe the forums, but... The riddles can be anywhere, and I think it's the first crew that has the answer to the final riddle will get those bananas. Oh, okay. So so basically, these expensive bananas you're speaking about are like bananas in normal grocery stores where they cost a fortune. So, yeah, yeah. that's all. Awesome. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> um, no, it actually sounds interesting, but that would assume you're playing with the same crew for how many days are they running this for? It says over three days. So if you're doing this over three days and doing it every hour, right? And you're playing on the same crew, so that's that, those same four or two people or doing the same thing for, what, three days. That's a big ask, but, you know, I mean, if people are willing to do it, and uh, anyone will do anything for cash. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be interested to see who the, who the winners of that are. Um, I, I personally wouldn't have the time to do it because I actually have to go to my job. So, um, yeah. Right. That, that's what I was going to say, too. I mean, it definitely sounds interesting. I probably won't be doing it personally because I'm just not going to have that time to spend on that. But for anyone that does, I'd be interested to hear about maybe your strategy or how you're going about it or what your crew is going to do for it. So if you want to just send us a message about that and let us know, we can maybe talk about a future episode about how the Golden Banana Quest went. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking if it's three days, I might call in sick for work because, you know, let's face it, 20 grand. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, probably not the best thing I'm going for a promotion right now. So I'll have to pass on this one. Probably not. <laughs> no, but it definitely sounds worth it. I mean, it's not technical cash because you're getting golden bananas, but I suppose you could sell it. I mean, you might want to keep it as a trophy, but it's yours to do what you want with it when you win it, I guess. So. Can you imagine that? that wants to win Can you that? imagine that? You got some mates come over and they're just like, they walk in and they're like, in your entryway, there's this display of golden bananas. It's like, what's that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just really like fruit, mate. Like, what can I say? Like, it's. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew a guy and he, you know, makes things with gold and I'm just like, I really like bananas, so make bananas. Oh, see, that's something that maybe they're going to bring. We're going to bring back another Donkey Kong Country then, because you know they they could use that same thing again for that. It's it's hint. That would be fun. Yeah. Rare. I want Always more Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. I want more Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong and more Perfect Dark and Conker's Bad Fur Day. Come on, Rare, make it happen. Donkey Kong is always been my favorite. But that was the Nana Quest. Um, did you get a chance to watch the live stream that happened a couple of days ago? No, I've um been catching up. I've I've watched bits and pieces of other videos that YouTubers and people have left out and, you know, reading notes on Reddit. So I'm getting bits and pieces of the information. Uh, that's where I obviously found out more about the the golden skeletons and the shadow skeletons and all the other stuff. But um, right. I, I believe you watched it. So what did you find out? I did. Well, one of the things that you just touched on a little bit was the different types of skeletons. They do have a golden skeleton and... Basically, these different types of skeletons are harder to beat, but they also have weaknesses you can use against them. So the golden skeleton, for example, he's slowed down in water because he gets bogged down, and you can also splash water on him to slow him down. There's a shadow skeleton, which sounds really interesting, that I guess thrives at night, which makes sense. But during the daylight, if you see one in the daylight, then... Or actually, I don't even know if you can find one in the daylight. I'm not sure if that's announced yet, but if it is in daylight, then it'll be weaker. Or if you hold your lantern up to it, then it'll be weaker as well. And the other one they didn't really tease, but I have found out through some other channels about a little bit, is there's going to be a jungle or slash like mossy skeleton that kind of is covered in vines and things. We don't really know anything about that yet, but I've seen a picture of it. So maybe there's some way to like make fire or something that hurts that one. What do you think of these? Yeah, I mean, that might be the one if it's in the... Like, you know, they're saying there's a shadow skeleton. Maybe this is light. Like, maybe it's a plant or moss-based thing. Maybe it thrives in light, so you got to make it... Cut into darkness yeah, or, that could be. or something. That's... um. Oh, or maybe they can only be taken out with swords because it's a weed. So... That's actually a good theory, yeah. Cut it. That's a good theory. Maybe that's... But yeah, so... Noobs with the ideas. Exactly. It's not just the pretty face after all. No. <laughs> <laughs> but one other thing that was in the live stream... Rare did admit, I don't know how you feel about this issue, but the whole brig issue that was happening, they basically did admit that it was being used improperly. People would just instantly lock someone in the brig when they came into a party, and they have announced that that's not really the use they intended for that. So what they have announced is that private crews will be available. However, it won't be available at launch. It's going to be soon after launch, but basically you can lock in a crew or lock in slots for your friends. So. Say I want to sail on a galleon, I have three friends on, but my other friend isn't on yet. I can lock in a four-person galleon with three people to start, and then when that other friend gets on, he can join our galleon. But no one else is going to join our galleon. That sounds really nice and something we definitely need in the game. But again, I will say it isn't available at launch directly. It's going to be soon after launch. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good idea. I mean, the thing with the brig, I, I understand why it's on a galleon, but I've never understood why it's on a sloop. You can't put anybody in the debris on the sloop. Like, you, you can't physically get anybody in there. 
So I don't really see the point of that too much either. I'm wondering why that's in there. They should just remove that brig out of the sloop and, and put something interesting in there, like, you know, a karaoke machine or something. Um, you know, better utilize the space. But another one we already touched on a little bit was the lore books. Those, like you said earlier in our episode, you can find different lyrics and things. You can also find lore about the game, too. Not about, I guess, Sea of Thieves as a game itself, but more about the world within Sea of Thieves and what happened before we came to it. So, as we talked about in our episode one of Sea of Thieves, when you go around the world, you can see ships that are destroyed, you can see dead skeletons and things, you can see evidence of other civilizations that have been there before. These lore books you can find, they're going to tell you a little bit about those civilizations. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for ways to get more uh, progression and in- enhance and enrichment in the game without going to pay for it all the time. So if you can find law books and, you know, just things that, you know, enhance the storyline uh, in-game, even just sort of, I think with Athena's Fortune, they've made that now uh, uh, like a tavern or something. So you might find out the story of how they all, you know, become ghosts and pirate legends and, you know, the, the background on that ship. So I'm all for in-game lore to, you know, give us the background of why all these things have happened. Right, I agree. I mean, I think the background is nice to find out about. That's why I personally have ordered the lore, like, hardcover book that they have coming out. And I'm definitely going to check that out and see what's available in there, just find more out that came out. But getting into a couple other things they touched on in the stream, they did touch on that founders and deckhands, they might have something coming to them. I don't know if it's going to be, like, a special skin or something, but just to announce if you are a founder or a deckhand, then... You might have something coming your way that's a special skin that only you can have or something like that. So that'll be cool for them. And also, you touched on a little bit earlier, like having a chicken in a backpack or something. I'm not sure if you knew about this already, but they will have future content in the form of pets. It is said that the pets will probably be made where you have to pay for them. So you have to pay actual money to get pets, but that will be an option available. I was uh, joking. I wasn't aware of pets, but that sounds awesome. If I can yeah. go for like a like a, a monkey or a parrot or um, you know, yeah, I wasn't some sure if you weird heard some or not, exotic animal. Yeah, you can definitely have pets. So. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, As you know, I have a habit of talking without knowing anything. I just talk, you know, out my behind, and sometimes I hit the mark. That's that's how it works. See, I thought you were being clever for once, but apparently not. So, <laughs> yeah, def- I'm never clever. <laughs> But yeah, if you want a monkey, or I don't know if the chicken's going to be available, but monkey, you know, maybe a chicken, whatever you want as a pet, it will be available, but I think the only way to get them will be to pay some actual money for them, but I know personally, I'm definitely going to pay for a monkey or something, because that sounds really awesome to have like, a monkey on my shoulder, so I would definitely do that. Yeah, you need something like, I'll have a monkey, or a parrot, or a cockatoo, right. or, you know, like, don't have something lame like a chicken, like, could you imagine that? Like, oh, here comes this pirate, and like, look, what's this chicken he's got with him? Oh, this is for my eggs. I can't get golden bananas, but maybe right. he can give me golden eggs. I don't, I don't know. I, I go off in the tangents. I do apologize. Well, maybe what you do is you throw the chicken out in front of you, and then you run away. So the chicken's like your defense system. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to run away. Have my chicken. Oh, it's like, yeah, just take it. Take it. Exactly. You know, you know where that would really be a hit? That would really be a hit in the UK, because they have a shortage of chicken for KFC down there. So really? they'll, they'll love that, yeah. Yeah, here's the chicken. How can KFC run out of chicken? But anyway, I'm going to move on. Move on. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't think that they'd run out of chicken. But, you know. That's business 101, by the way. Running a chicken store, make sure you get a supply of chicken. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. 
well, then Sea of Thieves should, you know, contact KSC and let them know, hey, come to the Sea of Thieves and get I, some chicken. I have really <laughs> thrown you off. I've derailed this conversation, haven't I? <laughs> a little bit, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Success. That, that's what yeah. you're here for, so. <laughs> do you want to get back on track? What, what else do we have to discuss? Yeah. That's pretty much the main things that were available in the live stream, unless you heard of something else that I haven't touched on, but those are the main things I had for the live stream. No, I want to discuss this launch trailer. Definitely. That's yeah. what I want to discuss. So, when you mentioned the launch trailer, the big thing for the launch trailer is right at the end of the launch trailer, you have the Kraken. He's finally showing up, and you can see the tentacles wrap around the ship a little bit. Tentacles look ginormous. I think it was amazing, and I can't wait to actually fight one game. I wasn't just the launch trailer I saw, but I saw the Xbox uh, One trailer on the Xbox channel. They've actually got it showing the Kraken wrapping its tentacles around the ship right, and that's getting ready to pull it yeah. down. Yeah, so as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah, they've... And it looks good, too. It doesn't look like a tacky version of the Kraken. It's a really good-looking Kraken. I agree. So I'm really excited to see how it works. You know, how you summon it. I've, from what I've heard, it could just be a random encounter. Like, you're yeah. just out there in the ocean and just you get attacked all of a sudden. Yeah, basically what I've heard is it works like storms. So it's kind of a random event that you're just going to be sailing and you'll run into it. Apparently, the water's supposed to get, like, an inky color to let you know oh, he's coming, and the music might change. So if you see some ink and you don't want to fight the Kraken, just try and do a quick anchor turn and get the hell out of there. But if you want to fight him, then just drive right into it. You know, I'd actually like to see for an epic battle be a Kraken attack inside a storm while you're fighting off a galleon. That would be like just an epic battle, I think. Or, you know, it would be interesting as well, actually. Say you're fighting a skeleton for it, and then the Kraken shows up and attacks your ship. <laughs> That'd be quite interesting. Well, if you, the Kraken's attacking your ship and you're in a skeleton fort, I'm assuming you're a bit too far away from the island. <laughs> just, you know, these are just points that I'm going to make. True, but you never know. I mean, who's to say the Kraken, you know, can't sail right close to an island? I mean, obviously if it's shallow not, but, like, say it's, like, a skeleton port that's deep in the water, it could be possible. Here's the other point. Say there's a crew that's been griefing you nonstop, and then you see them attacked by a Kraken. Then that way they're stuck. They can't go anywhere. That's when you just circle around and you just cannonball them. It's like, what are you guys going to do? You're going to repair your ship? You're going to repel the Kraken? You basically <laughs> just killed them. Uh, right. You know, that's that's the stuff which Definitely. will be fun moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine how you're going to defeat the Kraken, like, I don't know if it's even going to be possible for one crew to do it. I mean, I'd imagine it has to be, because they wouldn't have it where you can't defeat it with one crew, but I'd say it's going to be definitely tough. I mean, I have heard that when you are attacking the tentacles, if you slash a tentacle off, then it sprays your face with poisonous ink, which is really cool. So kind of like when someone throws up on you and it sprays your face, it's going to be kind of the same effect, but it's going to be poisonous. I don't know how much damage it's going to deal to you, but that is a nice effect. Nice. So we got to get helmets. And biohazard suits. You know, other stuff to break the immersion. We need to get out of the game here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, like, you could. Funny thing is, too, for someone like myself who does content creation, we need to find out how these things get triggered because the last thing you want to do is just sail around for like a, a whole day on a live stream and go, swaying for a Kraken to attack me. Like, I'd be really interested to know what the actual triggers are for this these encounters. Definitely. Because I definitely want to see the Kraken. There's probably a 95% chance I'm going to die when I see him, but hey, I'll, I'll give it a shot and I'll attack him and see what happens. That's what the game's about, you know, just finding out what's going to happen. Here's what we'll do. We'll be two solo sailors on two separate sloops. You go in first, and then while you're distracting him dying, I'll, I'll finish him off. That's... Okay. We'll do that. That's And then you can, you can tell me what you went for it. Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, I'll, no, I won't tell you. I'll just be greedy and run off, and you'll <laughs> never hear from me again. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's not very nice. Well, you know. Sounds like a pirate. Well, yeah, well, I didn't think pirates were very nice people. Like, you know, just think of the time. Some of them can be. You never know. Yeah, but you're watching too many children's cartoons if you got that in impression. Like, you know, Jake and the Neverland Pirates and stuff like that. That's probably true. I yeah. only know that because I've got kids. Not that I go and actively seek out these shows. Right. Yeah, just... Just let you know. <laughs> hey, teach their own, you know. <laughs> hey, it's it's pirate themed. What can I say? Gotta love any sort right. of pirate action, regardless what age bracket it's aimed at. Yeah. No, but I have heard that when you beat the Kraken, you get some sort of special combination or special title or something. So that'll be cool if you do manage to do that, that you get a special title as a reward for that. I don't know if you'll get a monetary reward. I mean, I, I would hope you get some kind of monetary reward, but you never know. What, like the Kraken's just holding like some gold on him? <laughs> Like, you know, some of those... No, not not in that sense, but maybe, like, when you kill the Kraken, you can, like, pick up one of its tentacles and bring that back to the Merchant's Alliance and sell it to them. That could be a possibility. Oh, yeah, or or maybe the Order of Souls, because, you know, being that it's right, a, yeah. a beast. Maybe it's a trophy, yeah. yeah. Something like that. So maybe they'll have something like that, but you never know. I still want to see other things in here. Like, I've been told that there might be ghost ships. Like, you'll see ghost ships in the horizon sometimes, so... I think I have heard that rumor as well. I don't know if I've seen too much on it, but I definitely have heard that rumor around. We'll see if it's actually going to be a reality. I mean, obviously there's a fairy of the dam when you die, but I have heard that potentially there's going to be a ghost ship available in the game itself, but that's just a rumor so far, unless somebody else has heard that is confirmed. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I've seen, there's been some um, screenshots released of like a ghostly ship image, but no one knows if that's a ghost ship or that's just like a a mirage of the, the ship of the damned. Or Fairy of the Dam. Yeah, maybe it's like the way the light hit it or something. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Which, speaking of that, like maybe it's a different angle because they have announced that they're going to have something available for streamers and like content creators. So I don't know what that means exactly, but maybe they'll have like, a way to get different camera angles when you're streaming or something. So yeah, who knows what that means when they say that, but they're going to have something available. I hope so, because I've, I've got to really get started on the adventures of Mr. Noobs and... Um... <laughs> I just need to get some better... I mean, they've done, given us the option recently just to take away the HUD in the beta so we can get rid of all that stuff. So, But I really wouldn't want to do an episode of anything where it's completely in first person the whole time. So hoping there's different camera... Well, actually, looking at some of the videos, if you look at those Sea of Thieves um, launch trailer, like the, the shots, they're not all first person. So they, it might be giving you different camera angles. It could be, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what they mean by that. I don't know if it's going to be something for audio podcast like this too where you have something available that's helping you or i don't know really what they mean but they have said they will have something available for contact creators so we'll see what rare means by that but there is actually one thing i noticed we forgot about from the stream that is a pretty big deal actually when you're facing someone in combat and you get killed obviously you know you can respond with the mermaid but what was happening a lot is crews would respawn right next to that ship and get killed again or it would have issues where you steal the treasure and then they steal it back and it was creating this endless cycle they have announced that they are gonna change that basically what's gonna happen is if you get killed you're just gonna respawn away from them more and you'll actually have a chance to go about your way and not keep dying so that is nice yeah well, so i sort of looked at that i mean sometimes uh, it depends on if you've had your treasure stolen and you want to get it back well, you don't want to be um, spawning ages away either. You want to be somewhere you can come back and get your, your treasure. If they're doing it in a way where when you first spawn, you're only one or two islands away, but then if you die again, then you go back another two islands and then, you know, it keeps working that way, you know, that might be a way to do it. But I don't want to say it straight off the bat where you're just on the other side of the map all of a sudden. 
Because then it gives you no chance to recover. Yeah, I don't know how far away it is exactly. All I've heard is just that you will spawn far enough away that like you won't keep getting spawn killed, basically. Yeah. And I mean, I see what you're saying about you want to be able to steal your treasure back, but at the same time, the crew that beat you, they did work hard to earn that treasure, so they should have a little bit of a chance to escape, because if they steal your treasure and kill you, and then you respawn right away, it's not really giving them a chance to actually take that treasure they earned, you know what I mean? So they should have a little bit of a chance to try and get that treasure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do see both sides of that argument, so... I definitely wanted to mention that, because that's a big thing that people were clamoring about in the stream, so... That is nice that it is booted now, so they have a little bit more option for people that were getting spawn killed a lot, or for people to try and sneak away with treasure. So, that's basically all we had for today. If you want to contact us, then you can contact me on Twitter at Derek Blaze. You can email me, d.blaze89 at gmail.com. Mr. News, how can they contact you? Well, I've got a few ways. There's obviously the YouTube channel, which we'll put in the show notes. You can get me on Twitch, Twitter, Mixer, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, at Mr. Noobs TV. So anyone can contact me through countless methods. And it's the same name all across, so it's very easy. Yes. So Mr. Noobs TV. So also just make sure that uh, if you are on the uh, channel, YouTube channel, leave a, a like, comment, subscribe. Give us some constructive feedback because we do want to make our CF Thebes uh, series as good as it possibly can be. And we can only do that with feedback from the listeners and the viewers. Definitely. We definitely appreciate any feedback we get. So if you want to send us questions, if you want to send us ideas, basically anything, we will try and incorporate whatever you have to say into the show. So just give us some feedback and we will listen to that feedback. But just to do a quick shout out as well, I have talked a lot with one of the other content creators that has a podcast, the Keelhauled Podcast. Captain Logan, I just want to give him a shout out and say you should also check out his podcast as well. He does a great job with it. So shout out to him. And then on our next episode, that will be our post launch special. So we're going to do episode post launch a couple days after launch to give our impressions about it. But the big thing about that is we are having our first special guest. Our guest will be one of the leaders of the fleets of the Sea of Thieves. We won't tell you which one yet, but that's a little tease for you, and they will be here to share their thoughts. Look forward to it. I actually look forward to finding out what somebody else's opinion is of the game, and obviously the logistics of running a crew, especially in this game when there's no in-game uh, guild mechanics, but oh, it should be a good uh, conversation, so I do look forward to it. Definitely. should be a great time, and we appreciate everyone listening, so thank you very much for listening to the Blaze Experience. And we will see you next time. Thank you. See you later.